When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sedano and Cap, Yates, Durant's no longer with us. We'll see where we're going. We're kind of we're floating in Sullenberger style at the end of the week here to end the show. Uh, it's your captain speaking. Please fasten your seatbelts. Um, <laughs> we'll if you like good. any snacks, please consult Laura or Lindsay. They'll be coming down the aisles pretty soon with your refreshments. What do you need to know? What we got? All right. So if you all know, the Genesis Invitational is going on right now here in L.A. Travis and Sleewa were out there yesterday and today. And Tiger Woods is also there in his first PGA Tour event in, I don't know, something like crazy, like nine months, whatever. But anyway, he's going to be around for the rest of the weekend, but it wasn't pretty today. After a great opening round yesterday, Woods followed it up with three bogeys in his final four holes to turn in a three over 74 in the second round of the Genesis. He left the course today sitting at one over for the tournament, which was right along the projected cut line for most of the day, but... I guess conditions got worse and the likelihood of him making the cut became certain. So he's there. He's there for now. More Tiger. Everyone Bare- wants to see it. Barely there. Um, don't want to use this opportunity to bring up what he chose to do with Justin Thompson in terms of handing him a feminine product, which was really creepy and yeah, really weird. That, but, you know, and whatever. it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. This is a golf course. But <laughs> I, I mean, this is, I mean, I say that in all honesty, this is a golf course is in, I did not, I was not surprised by that at all, which is, you know, part part of sort of the whole problem, I think, with the entire issue. He apologized for it today after his round, which, you know, thank God, because just, you know, you can't have that. Like, this guy's reputation is already what it is. And so that was oddball. That being said, the reason I bring that up is because I feel like it marred a, a kind of decent outing uh, socially. You mentioned that Trav was there. I mean, I, I saw those pictures online. I listened to the show. Trav was having the time of his life. You know what I mean? There's a certain generation of people now where – just getting to see Eldrick move about the cabin to extend this metaphor freely, like is the <laughs> thrill of a lifetime, you know? And that to me is still such a fascinating thing about Tiger. I, I say this all the time and people kind of don't understand. I mean, I'm 40, I'm getting ready to be 42 years old in a little bit. I liked golf before Tiger Woods came along. I was a young man. I thought golf was funny. It was you know, goofy guys out there, I don't know, doing all sorts of weird stuff with their clubs. And some people had funny clothes. Some people had good bits. It was whatever. It was golf. And then Tiger Woods comes along. And I loved Tiger. And I loved golf. And then Tiger Woods went away. And it never occurred to me that I might not like golf anymore entirely <laughs> without Tiger Woods. But that's actually what happened. And I'm not saying that I don't like golf, but I just it, it, it left my mind ever since then. So now, every time I see him, you know, walk in the concourse, you see these galleries that are five, six, seven, eight rows deep minimum just to watch this guy warm up. You think to yourself, man, are we really going to get a situation like this ever again in our lives? Serena is the only real comp I can think of in terms of non-team sport players. And there's a part of me that looks at Riviera, what's happening at Riv and the Genesis tournament. That, that's really all I'm looking at, you know, the social and the cultural impact, Lindsay, of just what it's like to be around Tiger Woods in 2023, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, I like a lot of people are surprised when I say this, but I love golf. I love watching golf. I think it's probably 
if not the most exciting thing to watch like a major on a Sunday when you've got like two, three guys like right there in the thick of it, like Sunday afternoons for the master, any, any major tournament. Like that's one of my favorite things to watch in sports. I think it's exciting. Most people think that golf is boring to watch, but I had the chance to see Tiger Woods at Firestone a couple of times Mm -hmm. uh, back when that was part of the tour. And you're right. Like people it's, it's like Elvis or something and I would do anything to be there. And you're right. I think that, you know, I, I can't say I can't speak for anything that happened as far as his weird joke, whatever situation. But the fact that, like, you know, he's there and this is a big deal. Obviously, this is first his first event he's played in a really long time. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's great to see that he he made the cut and he's going to be there the rest of the weekend because that's obviously a huge draw. But yeah, I mean, Tiger's great. Uh, weird, weird choice of a way to come back and you know, yeah, bad interact bit. with people. Yeah, bad, bad yeah. bit on the court. I mean, yeah. on the yeah. course, you know, you, you can't do that. It's goofy. But I think to me also, uh, from, again, a sociological standpoint to observe too is like you look at the actual people in the gallery and, you know, 96, you think of all the big moments. Those were sort of people that were curious as well as people that were like newer, younger fans be they stands, be they people that had come to the game lightly, be they just rando rich people that wanted to be around somebody famous. Now, just again, middle-aged white dudes who grew up loving Tiger and he's their god. Dudes that are wearing full, looking like the Cincinnati Bengals, you know yes. what I'm saying, standing in in the gallery, uh, rooting on Tiger. It's, it's, it's a fascinating thing to watch, at least to me as a, as a non-golf fan at this stage in my life, to see a guy like that move around and still make so, so many people happy. And that's, that's why I was so glad to hear Travis be able to go out there. I mean, he was having a blast. You know what I mean? I know he loves the event, and Tiger shows up. Everybody seemed to be in a good mood. I thought it was really cool, and he's, I wouldn't say marred his round, but I really hope he, we can, he can get over this kind of stuff, man, because this has been a part of his personality pretty much as long as we've known him. And it's, 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 it's unfortunate, and I'm sure he's hurt a lot of people, but I, you just hate that because... He's got kids, and not that he should have to have – his having kids doesn't matter, but I can't imagine that's something cool for him, for them to have to go through to be like, oh, God, Dad embarrassed us again. Just like read the room. Read the room, man. That's all. Read the room. Not easy. Not great. The the NBA – well, sorry. Anyway, is that all we need to know? Yes, that's all we need to know. Okay. For now. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. We are waiting efforting to see if Sedano is going to join us right now. We are watching the uh, celebrity game on the side. Somebody hit a button, Laura, that I don't know what it was. It said crunch time on it. I don't know the rules of this game, but I'm guessing that because Ruffles sponsors it, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah. Crunch time, get it? Got it, got it, got it, got it. That makes sense. I'm just surprised that team... You know, uh, Ryan is down because they were up significantly, and now he turned up. And I'm like, you guys are down by. Boy. Well, these guys are getting tired. I mean, Albert I mean, is huffing and puffing. Yeah, he. I mean, Guillermo too. But I'm. Oh, Guillermo's know. delivering pizzas. I love it. Look though. at this. He's like, God, we gonna I feed go y'all. To oh, <laughs> I'm never gonna be famous enough to play in this game, and I'm, I've resigned myself to that. But there was a time when I thought it might happen, but alas. What about the celebrity uh, softball game? Like, that could MLB? happen. That could happen. If, well, if what's like your trajectory for oh, that? Like, if you had to guess. Oh, Shaq denied the pizza. If yeah. I had to guess, more likely that I would be in the celebrity softball game at the All Star game than I would 
Wait, is that Anuel right there courtside? I think he is. I don't know. I yeah, don't. I, we're all, also on different times, so I don't necessarily uh, know. Well, when he Guillermo was given the pizza to Shaquille, the, per, the human no. sitting next to Shaquille O'Neal, uh, one right after him with the little earring. I think that's Anuel. I've Shout only got out! Random glances. Um, Lindsay, have you ever been to NBA All Star Weekend, and what were your experiences? Yes, I've been a couple times. Uh, most recently, last one I went to was Charlotte. Um, mm. I was there as a Chris Haynes producer for Yahoo Sports, and it was crazy. I saw Chris on the street the other day. What's up, Yeah, Chris? it was crazy because, at least that one, I, I feel like it has evolved into, like, this is just, like, a big event to give all these athletes a ton of crazy free stuff. And for all the fans that, like, can afford to go or their companies are there, however they get there, just, like, get hammered and party. Like, it's a good time. I feel like it's, to me, it's been the most, it was the most enjoyable, I feel like, you know, the last, of, of the All-Star yeah. events. It's fun. I mean, and that's the thing. The NBA All-Star event is, is I think it's, the, I don't want to say the best All-Star weekend, but I think it serves the people that it want it there the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, for fans, it's, it's like, people that are involved in the events at NBA All-Star weekend, whether it be media, influencers, players, agents, whatever, those people like it a lot more. I think NBA, excuse me, I think MLB All-Star fans like it a lot more, and it's just kind of a um, little bit of a different experience. But Utah, bro. Like, hey, Post Malone's from there. Utah. <laughs> He's like the spokesperson for the event. <laughs> Utah in February with Carl Malone at the event. Like, I just don't, I don't understand did, why. Did uh, Beto text you why he said it was a, it was a good time? No, he did not. Uh, I'll tell you. I'm not going to press. I'm not going to press him on that. But I'm I'll, sure I'll tell you off air. We will get a follow up. Giannis is not playing. Giannis is coaching. I'm looking for – I mean, I like NBA All-Star Weekend. You know why I like NBA All-Star Weekend? It's not because I care that much about, like, anything that happens, but it's the time on the calendar when you're, like, a kid. And by a kid, I just mean high school on down. When, let's just say, you play basketball with your team or whatever. It's a holiday weekend that's in the middle of the school year enough that, like, nobody's going anywhere. And it's a, it's a big sleepover weekend if you have friends, you know what I'm saying, on the middle school, high school circuit. So, like, the All-Star Game weekend is when the big sleepover happens and all your friends get together and you watch all of these goofball events and you got to have a good time with everybody you're playing basketball with. That's what All-Star Weekend reminds me of, and that's kind of why I like it. I what's your favorite part? Like, what's your favorite event to watch? Um, Probably, I mean, the celebrity game is fun for me. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I actually think this is one of the more exciting events just because it's so ridiculous. But I still like the three-point contest probably the most. I just think that it's this truest – it's still the truest sort of skill test out of all of them. Like, people don't realize, yo, hefting up, whatever, 25 basketballs in 60 seconds, not easy. All right? It gets very tiring regardless of not – regardless of whether or not you can shoot accurately. So, I, I, I like the three-point contest. I also feel that it's probably given us the best – pound-for-pound pound moments over the years, if that makes sense. Like, we get, what, one good dunk contest every 10 years, maybe? You know what I mean? Even yeah, if the last good history. one was, like, the, the Aaron Gordon one, right? That's probably Oh, last. guys are dunking in this game. Okay, sorry. Yes, Aaron Gordon was the last one. That, that was, was the last against, good one. Great one. That was against Zach Levine, right? Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Both of those guys still in the league, by the way. And yeah, and they, they've said for years that they were going to, like, oh, we're, we're going to go back, we're going to rematch, and nope, nope, they're just done with it now. None of the, I mean, none of the big really games want to do to, anymore. You don't get to knock anybody in this discussion, do you, Lindsay? Because one person that we know, who I believe, oh no, I mean, I think you know, rules crazy us all. Not, yeah, has I never can't been believe, in it. So I've always hoped that LeBron would like, you know, as we thought that his his career at this point would be like starting to to trickle down, and that's not the case at all. 
I've always thought that maybe like when he knows that he's getting to the end that he's just going to surprise show up and do the dunk contest. But I feel like that's become less and less likely. That's actually an interesting point. That would actually be pretty cool. I feel like if it was in L.A., that might be something that makes a decent amount of sense. But Right, which it was a few years. What was it, two years ago when it was here? Yeah, it, yeah, was. it was a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, but I, I, think, I don't think he was at that point then. I feel like now, especially with everything going on, like if he's going to do it, now would be like this would be the year to do it. Not tell anybody, just show up and be like, hey, we have a surprise entrant. Insurance last minute, LeBron. Everyone would go crazy. Lindsey Vaughn is on the sidelines. I'm not really sure what her role is here, but she's getting a lot of camera. There's a lot of people on the sidelines. I'm mingling. just like, what is yeah. going on? What is, is your like role here? This is like a hip hop concert. Yeah, it's just random yes. on stage. When the entourage just comes through and it's like, you, you, like Cappy Bruce. Yep, yep. I feel that. All right. Have we found Sedano? Is he is he safe at the very least? No. Um, we don't, we don't know. I mean, he, he said that he was driving, he's on his way to big bear. And he said, he knows that once he gets closer, cause he, I guess they've been to this place a few times. He knows that sometimes the reception is spotty. So if we haven't heard from him yet, that's probably why. So we're not going to hear from him. That's okay. true he could, though. He the could pop in at, at any point. He said he, he would, you know, he's like, I'll call, I'll call you guys when I have good reception. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, I, mean, you was, know. I was just wondering where we were on that. Hopefully he didn't get eaten by a bear yet. You know? Oh no, no. I don't, I think he's good. You just I cannot spotty get reception. over what this crowd looks like in Utah. I mean, these these ushers got to be going nuts. There's no way they've seen anything that looks like this in their lives. And there are all sorts of folks here with hairdos that are just not native to Utah. This is fantastic. Kind of they're all just there. flocking there just to to watch the celebrity game. That's all. That's all it is. I, I mean, I'm looking at the tea. I'm looking at the screen. There are just quite a few people here in very stylish clothes with very you know elaborate gear on. Lot, am I wrong on this? Like, no, what, you're not. What? We we were talking about this off air. Like I'm right. I'm digging this, man. Like I'm in, I have not been so invested in a celebrity basketball game in a long time. And I'm like, I'm really with it. I'm oh really God, with Chuck the Condor is there. Why I Chuck hate the Condor that. is there twerking under the basket? I have to turn I this off. I have to turn this off. Mascot. Chuck the Condor can't deal him. Can't can't deal. I hate no I hate oh. that mascot. Not just because of whose mascot it is. Has nothing to do with whose it is. No, nothing at all. Nothing. It's just an ugly mascot, and it's a creepy one too. It's just like why so gross. That just ruined my. Life. I like anyway. Bailey, and of course Rampage. All right, it's your boy Cy, the big Cy, filling in for Sedano and Cap. Caps in Boca. Abel. Wait a minute. Is that right? Gabo. He's in Cabo, but... Gabo San Lucas. Did I say Boca? Yeah, you <laughs> did. did. Sorry. Um, and Sedano's in Big Bear. And I do have Beto's an update. No here. Oh, she has an What's update. What's up? What do we got? He literally just texted me as, as I those words just finished coming out of my mouth. I can do right now. So he must have right. like a safe spot. So Are we coming back after the break? We're gonna yes, flip this? two minutes. Two minutes. All right. When we come back, George Sedano, NBA Zone. League morsels. Sit down with Cap Cleanies. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Cesaro and Cap, Clinton Yates filling in here. Beto joined us earlier. Joining us right now, not exactly a special guest, not even really a guest. However, definitely a celebrity, but not at the Celebrity All-Star Game, but definitely affiliated with the NBA, but not at the NBA All-Star Weekend right now. It's George Cesaro. What's up, George? Hey, brother. How are you? I'm good. We've been watching the Celebrity All-Star Game like all show. And I know you've covered games in Utah, and I can guarantee you, you've never seen this many people that looks like you and I in the stands at anything in Utah in your life. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe is what I would say. I, I okay. would say probably a decent bet. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that diplomatically. How are you doing? How's the travels going? What's going on? Oh, my God, it took forever to get up to Big Bear. I, you know, I just like next time, you know what? I'm going to be a bad parent and not send my kids to school on a day like today because I tried to be the good dad and say, oh, they should go to school today. And then I didn't leave till way later, and it took four hours to get up here. We might have just gotten a buzzer beater in the Celebrity All-Star game. I was not looking because I was looking up the standings of the end. Who hit it? I don't know. I wasn't looking, but Giannis, Giannis is running around with the ball under his shirt like he's pregnant. It's quite funny. Anyway, um, okay, so let's do something real quick. Unless you have something I think else to talk about. it was a about, Miz. I want to play a quick, the Miz hit it. Oh, that's the worst case scenario. Cleveland alert. Show. Oh, but it Lindsay the loves Miz. the Miz because he's from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It was a Miz, saying. Lindsay. Yeah, I said Cleveland Goodness alert. gracious. Chuck the Condor is out there waving his finger. Anyway, okay, George, so let me play a quick game of pretender contender to put you yeah. on the spot very quickly. We'll do, let's just say three teams each. We'll start, we'll start sort of towards the bottom, the Dallas Mavericks. Contender or pretender? And this is to make the finals. I don't even mean to say to win it. I mean, they probably are definitely more pretender than contender. Um, you got to stop somebody at some point. I know Jason Kidd has talked to, to the media, and we talked to him the other day, mm-hmm. that he's like, well, we got to score 135. If that's the case, I think we could do it. Uh, I just think that there's a shelf life to that. We've seen that with the Phoenix Suns, and I don't think this team is as good as those Phoenix Suns teams. So I'm going to say pretender. Okay, let's uh, move to the Eastern Conference, and I'll say the Cleveland Cavaliers. Pretender. Uh, They're a player short, particularly on the wing. They've tried every single body they have at the three spot, and they just don't have enough experience to me, and I think that stuff matters this time of year. On a similar note, the Sacramento Kings. Pretender. Not even – like, you can't – they can't – I mean, you think Dallas can't defend. They can't defend at all. (laughs) Uh, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, good Lord. Uh, I like, look, I'm happy for them because obviously they've had a really rough experience over the last 16 years and that will end this season. So good for them. And I'm happy for them, but they're not a contender. Teams we've talked about a lot on the television show that we are both on that have changed their rosters drastically in the last week, the Phoenix basketball Suns, George contenders or pretenders. Not only, not only contender, but favorite in my opinion Uh in the West. And is Kevin Durant, I have no questions that Kevin Durant is going to fit seamlessly because he's Kevin freaking Durant. He's like the most malleable player in the NBA, basically. So I have no issues with that. Chris Paul gets to now be just the distributor. Him and Devin Booker are going to cook. 
Uh, I love the Terrence Ross edition. Uh, this team is the favorite in the West, in my opinion. The Philadelphia basketball 76ers. Contender on the outside of contender, but sure. contender nonetheless. All of this rides on James Harden because everything else is, is great. Like, Joel is great. Their role players are great. you got Tyrese Maxey coming off as a six-man. This, If Harden can't do it here, and I know he's not the same James Harden of a number of years ago, but he doesn't need to be is the point. And he's been very efficient in the – in the regular season, like he's been good, but if he fails again in the playoffs, oh man, I think I think there's going to be a lot of changes in Philly if he fails in the playoffs. Talking to George Sedano here on his own show, Sedano and Cap. I'm Clinton Yates. Here's my thing about Harden, and this has always been my issue with him: Harden playing different opponents every night is a different player than Harden playing the same opponents when getting coached up on matchup to matchup, night to night in the same series. What do you think that matters in terms of his ability to contribute, even if the load isn't on him? Oh, no, I like that. I think that's a good theory. I mean, we saw that kind of evolve uh, in the series last year that they played, right? Mm-hmm. The first two games uh, against Miami, Harden was, was not good. Um, and then he started to cook. Eric Spolstra made an adjustment after the next two games, and then the series was over in six. So to your point, yes, uh, I do think that he can be schemed against. Um, and the referees are more veteran when we get deeper into the playoffs or in the playoffs altogether, but certainly as we go deeper and they don't fall for the histrionics when he's going to the basket. So I think that that plays a factor too. Speaking of histrionics, they have one of my favorite players, a guy I've known since he was even before he was even drafted into the NBA, the Memphis Grizzlies. They have an interesting little situation here in terms of the maturation of their squad, things going on around, I don't want to say the franchise, but the team in general. What do you think is a realistic ceiling for this Grizzlies team this year? I mean, if they were in the finals, I wouldn't be stunned, you know, but I don't think they're there just yet. I think that they're so young. As much as I love their swagger, I still feel like they've got some heartbreak coming because that's generally the path that teams take historically in the NBA. And I think they could get a championship. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's this year, but I think Mm. that eventually they will because if those guys continue to play together, and I don't know how many of them will stay together, I'm assuming Jaron Jackson and, uh, and John Morant. But beyond that, I'm curious to see what they do with Bain moving forward for long stretches of time. Dylan Brooks, et cetera, et cetera. I love their young bench. They're getting a lot of experience. I think the problem is when you have a young bench, and people will see this during the playoffs, role players particularly play worse on the road. Correct. And I think that's where Memphis could run into some problems because their bench is so young that I think that that becomes kind of the Achilles heel eventually. All right, we're getting a little hotter in the kitchen here. That's a pickleball joke. You're Miami Heat, George. What is the deal mm, with the Heat? Pretender. Pretender. I, if they, had they gotten like a Jay Crowder type or someone like that that could legitimately play the four, I guess technically they could get Kevin Love still, but I, I don't know if he's enough. Um, I like them maybe winning like a first-round series, but they can't win three or four series in a row. They just haven't had that continuity this year. They went from being the best, best three-point shooting team last year to being a bottom three three-point shooting team. And if you can't shoot based on the way – their offense is predicated because their best two players are not shooters, then you're in trouble. You're basically trying to play bully ball, which they could do, but they can't do that for three or four rounds. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Before we get into the real nitty-gritty of it, this is actually the really interesting one. Contender or pretender, the Golden State Warriors, defending NBA champions? Still contender, 
not had a lot of health this season. I'd like to see what it looks like when Steph is back, when Gary Payton is in the lineup in two months, because they needed that glue guy. They had glue guys last year, Gary Payton the second, Otto Porter, Nemanja Bialica. I know people are listening going, really? That's who you're talking about with that team? Yes, they need glue guys because they have their three stallions, <laughs> these dudes that are badasses who have won championships, um, but they play a little reckless. And you can do that when you're playing with a bunch of veterans because they can settle stuff down. But they're playing with a bunch of young guys for the most part, and that becomes a bit more of a challenge. All right, let's mix it up here. You're going to have to think about this for a second. We're going to play Rank These Contenders, Mm. the team that Lakers fans talk about more than anybody else in the country, the L.A. Clippers, the Denver Mm -hmm. Nuggets, the Milwaukee Mm -hmm. Bucks, and the Boston Celtics. Rank these contenders, please. Clippers. Hold on. You said Clippers, Bucks. Nuggets and who? The Celtics. Celtics. Uh, do I have full health on all these teams? Sure, whatever or whatever you think works for you. Now I'm just you know. Okay, I'll, I'll, let's just let's just say everybody's healthy come April 15th. Okay. Right. Um, Milwaukee, Boston. Uh oh. Denver and the Clippers. Oh. It's close. It's close. I could flip flop the last two. But right. I think Milwaukee and Boston are definitely better than them. Really? So you would say at this point, if the championship does not move over to the Eastern Conference, that is the odds off. I mean, you, you, you'd expect that to happen. I would be surprised if Milwaukee or Boston is in hoisting the championship unless Kevin Durant is, is healthy and, and, and they're humming in Phoenix. I think that's the only team that could knock them off, potentially. What does George Sedano do with the family during All-Star break if he's not at the All-Star game? Skiing, baby. That's why we came to Big Bear. So we really? just got into the cabin. Hold on. Is this um, real you know, ski or is this après ski? Because I'm a big après ski guy. I'll put the gear on. You know what I'm saying? But I don't like, – these days, no, man. I don't have the high school knees real that skiing. I used to have. Oh. No. Re, re, I don't have the knees either, but it's also why you have to learn. I learned that the last time I was here. Mm. So what I do is I take a break. I go down the runs a couple times. And, you know, after like two hours, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the chalet for a little while. Maybe I'll have uh, something to eat. Maybe I'll have a cocktail. Uh, who knows what I'll have when I'm there. And then I chill out for about an hour, and then I go back, another couple runs for another two hours, and then that's it. The, the kiddos are getting uh, their first ski lessons, so they're going to do that. But your boy does it. Your boy does it for real. So wow. um, not, not a snowboarder. but a I was going to ask. That was going to be my next question. I was a snowboard guy. I don't like my feet being akimbo and disconnected. That's just a matter, of course, yeah. of how I grew up. You know what I'm saying? I was a skateboard guy, so the yeah. snowboard was a little bit closer. Have you been skiing the entire time, or snowboarding ever been a part of your operation? Always a skier, never a snowboarder. Haven't even tried it. Not really interested at 45 to try to learn it. Um, so I'm just going to stick to what I know. I feel like I'm decent. I I haven't skied in four years, but you know, it's like riding a bike. Every time I do it, um, I pick it up fairly quickly. I just need like a couple of easy green runs and then, uh, you know, I'm good to go after like once or twice down the mountain. There's been a lot of discussion about the pickleball tournament, bro. A lot. I know. I, I, are you going to come, are you going to come play with us on Wednesday? Uh, well, I was not invited, but I would love to. Um, Oh yeah. 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 We're going to, we're going to play at my home court. Okay. Um, Beto me coming, know. I believe your partner. Yeah, Cappy. Now, it, well, here's it might the be issue. Thursday. Beto is claiming that we are no longer partners because he claims I'm going to take it too seriously. I said the only reason I take things seriously because if I don't, I get injured, and I don't like being injured. So all yeah, I want to do you. is make sure that I don't bust my face. So, so here's what we do. Depending on weather, because it could rain on Wednesday, but mm-hmm. Thursday should be okay. 
But Wednesday or Thursday, we come to the Sedano home court. Um, we go grab a little lunch afterwards. And then, uh, you know, Cappy and I can head to the studio. I mean, you guys can come too if you'd like. I like but, that. I mean, you know, I feel like we can make a day out of it. Okay. All right. Well, that works for me. Anything else we need to know that's on the docket here? How's Kelly doing? How's, I mean, everybody, the families are all over the shop on, on ESPN 710 now. And, I, you know, I love that element. How's everybody doing? Everybody, yeah. We haven't had any uh, family Kelly, meltdowns in the car on the way there? It's always a big factor. No, 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 because we had a split, split squad. Oh. Um, one, car, one car with me, uh, Kelly's father, and Mateo. And uh, one car, because we went to pick him up at preschool. Right. And then Kelly went to pick up Aria with her mom. And then they stopped. They're at Vaughn's somewhere, I believe, or perhaps on the way back from Vaughn's. Uh, I now am in charge of dinner, so I'm going to have to figure out the best pizza location in the area and figure that out. But uh, I'm, when I called before I called you guys, uh, they weren't taking phone orders, so I'm going to have to go, which is actually fine, too, because that means I can just sit there and have a beer and watch something. Okay, so you got to peruse with the hoi polloi. It must be tough. Must be tough. No, I love it. I love it. I don't care. I mean, I, I, you know what, how nice it would be just to sit at the bar by myself and have a beer it's while I'm point. waiting for the pizza to be done? I mean, and point. bring it back home? I'm it's totally fine with that. Last question, most important question of all, how many turtlenecks did you pack? No turtlenecks. Oh, no turtlenecks. massive upset. I do, <laughs> I, I, although I do have one more turtleneck game for sure in me. Yes. And it is Gosh. February 26th. Said Clippers against said Nuggets, who you made oh. me, uh, you know, put in a battle against each other. Uh, that will be Sunday, February 26th. Your boy in Denver. There will I will be rocking a turtleneck. Cannot confirm if Ryan Rucco and JJ Redick will be doing the same, but I will. Be. <laughs> what a professional! I mean, just mixes in the plug and the broadcast time and date. George Sedano, thank you again for joining us. Stay safe on the slopes, brother. Thank you for doing the show, man. I will see you this week, hopefully. Absolutely. Be safe, man. Have fun. Sedano, do you understand how smart that is, Lindsay, to go split squad up to the mountain? Boys versus girls? I was going to say boy versus girls. That was good. Brilliant family dad work right there. That's why we chalk talk that kind of stuff, kiddos. That's why why, on some levels, that's what you need to know. Coming up, (laughs) big deal or no deal, I'm Clinton Yates. This is Sedano and Cap on ESPN 710. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Big deal or no deal, Clinton Yates filling in for Sedano and Cap. Beto joined us earlier. would like to thank him. Sedano on his way to Big Bear, split squad game in terms of his commute game. Very strong strategy. What do we got, big deal or no deal? Well, we're going to start with some football here because this is this is a weird one, and if you're an, a Rams fan, you're going to want to pay attention because Rams quarterback Jalen Ramsey, you know, he's just a year removed from being a first-team All-Pro, but there's a lot of people who think that he could get traded this offseason. And his tweet last night is not going to change people's minds very much. Bleacher Report posted a tweet asking where Ramsey would land if he got cut by the Rams. Well, Ramsey responded saying that he definitely wouldn't be cut, but could maybe be traded. He then since has deleted the tweet and replaced it with a new one that just says he won't get cut. Is this a big deal or no deal, Clinton? Um, It's a big deal to Jalen Ramsey. He is... 
let's just say on a scale of one to five of drama, he's probably about a solid 4.75 just in terms of how he communicates. So I don't necessarily know that it means that anything's happening, but I'm sure it's important to him. Um, he's a cornerback, and he's a very good one, which means that he moves around the league a lot. That's a, one of the fortunate things about being able to play that position in the NFL in terms of how salaries are structured and rosters as well, is that if your cornerback is pretty good, you can pretty much pick your team almost any year that you want to play. We've seen that example on a lot of levels for guys who are elite, even guys like Jalen Ramsey who consider themselves elite or once were, whatever it may be. Big deal in the sense of who he is happy as a guy. I don't know if it's a big deal in the sense of the Rams. Well, I guess my my question about this is – I. I mean, obviously the the season just ended, but like, since when are the Rams like even thinking about getting rid of Jalen Ramsey? Like, are they like in a rebuild that I haven't heard about yet or something? Well, like, I mean, the Rams are constantly in the rebuild mode. And yeah, I don't mean but, rebuild in terms of the overall lifeblood of the team, but they don't draft guys. They just get dudes from other teams. So transactions are very important for them. And if for whatever reason, and I'm not all up on the Rams capology, excuse me, this is, you know, Travis's territory in this particular regard. I mean, if Jalen Ramsey feels that he's, you know, if they feel that he's got, they're going to move on from him for God knows what reason, I mean, I'm not going to be one to blame the Rams. You know, that's, this is something they, it's something they do well, you know, not to get too far into it. But, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all to see them move on from a star player. It's something they've done a million times. All right, so this next one, I definitely want Laura to jump in on this one because as the native Southern Californian of the group here, definitely need your opinion. So the California exodus has shown no sign of slowing down as the state's population dropped by more than 500,000 people between April of 2020 and July of 2022. The number of residents leaving surpassed those moving in by nearly 700,000. And the population decrease was second only to New York, which lost about 15,000 more people in California. So California has been seeing a pretty steady decline in population for years. And of course, the pandemic pushed even more people to move away to other parts of the country. Is this steady population decline here in California a big deal or no deal? Laura, you go first. Um, I actually read this and at first I was like, oh, that's a big deal. But I can I, it's not. I mean, I prefer less people here because uh, traffic sucks. <laughs> There's one thing. But also I, I see it like rents are super expensive. It's really expensive to live here. And a lot of people now have remote jobs due to the pandemic so they can live anywhere and you know, even not just in the U.S., but outside of that, there's a lot of people going to like Latin American countries and living there for a way cheaper amount that they would live here in California and get similar weather. So I, I completely understand why that's happening. And also a lot of people that were moving here for work reasons, like let's say working in the biz, in this industry, right, in media, they don't need to anymore. So we're seeing that's a lot point. of people that, you know, would transition in into the LA lifestyle due to work you know they're they're just like yeah I don't need to I can stay home and do what I you know do my job from here or also people that were quote-unquote transplants and that came here for that now you know the the movie industry kind of slowed down a lot due to COVID so a lot of those people are like yo I gotta go back I know a lot of those people and uh you know property values it's expensive here and people go outside to to live a more comfortable life so I get it Totally deal, totally with you. Big deal. Um, and just in terms of you know how how California's economy relates to the rest of the country, to be to be frank, um, it's expensive to live here. But you know, there's also a lot of things to do here. And once 
there were not that many things to do here anymore. There was not that much reason for that many people to be here anymore, just on sort of a topical level. So while I expected Lauder to just say, yes, everybody go home. <laughs> we, we, we want our turf back, you know, proverbially. I do get it. It changes the outlook of um, – you know, just what everything is. I mean, I, I, I was coming here for a long time, but I didn't move here, in fact, until the pandemic, as some of you short-time listeners know. And so I completely understand what you're talking about, Laura. Like, if you were out here for one thing and that just disappeared, as well as all of the other ways that you could have just sort of ancillarily made money, the whole idea of, well, I came out here to be an actor, but now I'm waiting tables. Well, if all mm-hmm. the restaurants close, you ain't waiting tables. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's not an option. And so... I think it's a big deal in the context of California's, what, the fifth biggest economy in wherever parts of the world you want to break that down to? Like, if people are leaving en masse, it means that something's changing more largely as well. I Yeah, a lot of my friends that worked in just, like, media, entertainment, whatever, moved to places like Texas and Florida, and, like, they just never came back. Yeah, right. that's true. Right. It's not mm. easy, baby. Gotta, gotta, gotta make it work. All right, next one. So this is very interesting to me. Superstar third baseman, Manny Machado said that he plans mm-hmm. to exercise the opt-out clause in his contract with the Padres after this season. So if you remember, Machado signed a 10-year, $300 million deal with the Padres back in 2019, and his deal gives him the right to terminate the agreement after this season and become a free agent. And if he does that, he would forfeit $150 million. Is the fact that he's announcing in one of the first days at spring training that he is planning on opting out after this year, a big deal or no deal, Clinton? It's a deal. I wouldn't call it a big deal. And here's the reason why. The Padres have been under, let's just say, a reasonable amount of stress as a franchise for the past couple years, even though they did pretty well last year in terms of you know the playoffs and the early rounds and obviously you know beating the Dodgers. I, I just feel that like, the turnover with what we thought the Padres were going to be two years ago versus probably what we think they're going to be now, and that centers around the fulcrum of Fernando Tatis Jr., which is like, yo, this team just might not be as good as people thought they were going to be on a longer-term level of how they're built. And if Manny Machado, a guy who's young but not that young, and still is in a position where if he wants to go and be able to be on a team where he's actually going to be able to make a mark and not just say a half-season stint or whatever you want to call that with the Dodgers where he ticks everybody off, well then, yeah, he's going to have to opt out. And so I think he's just looking at this from the standpoint of being able to probably be with a winner. But it is not a good omen for Padres fans if the guy who was your original face of the franchise before the dude who became the face of the franchise and then failed at being the face of the franchise washed out wants to leave now that that's the case. That's going to be awkward for the Pods, for sure. So... I, I can't think of anybody like specifically, especially not like a giant star like him or supposed to be giant star that like indicated that they are going to exercise their opt out like a whole season ahead of time. Right. Like, I feel like that's probably, I don't remember that ever happening before. Do you? Certainly abnormal. I would say in the process of the order of operations, but you know, it's a different world now in terms of the way the players communicate all of their needs. You know, we talked earlier about the NBA and how guys are moving all over the place, and it's it's not remotely the same in MLB unless you're a star. And Which that's he is. The, right, that's what I'm saying. He's He's got that kind of leverage, and as I mentioned, because of his career situation, I don't in fact think this is that controversial. Um, if he's going to be good enough to get another contract with that team that's going to solidify whatever he wants, well, that means the Padres are going to be good presumably. 
And if he's not, and the Padres are not that good, or if he is and the Padres are not that good, that still gives him an option to go somewhere where somebody who is good might want him. I, I think this is him just indicating, like, hey, I'm not married to you guys, but we're dating. Yeah, if I'm one of his teammates, I feel like, and I know times have changed, whatever. I feel like I might be like, eh, I don't know, man. I don't he's know about that guy. He's too good for that, though, Lynch. That's the uh, thing. You know what I mean? He's too thing, good of though. a player. Yeah. Like, his yeah. attitude is like, hmm. Alas. We'll see. I mean, the pods, oh, are, the pods have bigger issues than what Manny Machado is going to do down the line right now. That's 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 just me. You gave a guy $300 million and the guy can't stay off a motorbike and not crash it in his home country? <laughs> what are we doing? You know. What are we doing? You know. What else we got? That's it for big deal or no deal. Okay. Well, I was going to tell you guys about my current purchase. It has not yet come. I'm trying to decide if I want to talk about it. You know, I'm going to bring it up right now. So... Well, thank you, by the way, for Big Deal or No Deal, Lens. Um, You're welcome. So I bought a cleaning product the other day Ooh. because I was in a restaurant and this infomercial was on loop. Like, mm. it, it was not stopping. So I had basically, you know, you know how infomercials are. There's like, yeah, they let's just say in. 10 total scenes mm-hmm. in a 12-minute infomercial. And so by the time you've watched it three times, you either A, have memorized everything, you B, you know every single Chiron, or C, you want to buy the dagger. You already bought it. I already bought it. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what it is on the other side. I'm Clinton Yates. It's Dono and Cap on ESPN 710. Clinton Yates, ESPN 710, wrapping up an exciting week here at the station. want to thank Beto Duran. want to thank George Sedano. A lot of, lot of pickleball talk. Um, a lot of basketball talk. Decent amount of baseball talk, Lindsay. Baseball. Are you excited for pitchers and catchers? I am. I'm pretty excited because, you know, my team, the Gardos, they're uh, pretty good. And yeah. uh, I just think that they they always seem to do better when they don't have any expectations. So I don't want to get my hopes up too high this year. But I think that they're going to, you know, they're going to be one of the teams that come out of the AL. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll keep those predictions on ice i teased before this segment that i bought something offline rather i bought something off of an infomercial after watching the infomercial for a good half an hour 45 minutes while i was eating food because i just couldn't resist but there's a little bit of a backstory that comes to this so my mom my mother is obsessed with QVC. She's been obsessed with QVC since I've been a little boy. She watches the morning show on QVC. The whole reason why I know how half of the postal service works in this country is from taking packages back and forth for things that she wanted or did not want. I am innately programmed to buy things off the television. This is just a part of my life. So I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, dang, this thing looks useful. They've... They've got two, three tools that do things that I've got like six tools to do. And it does it way better. And I can't get off it. And I'm thinking to myself, I got to buy this thing. And so I go home and I'm like, all right, let me do some. Listen, I'm a guy. So I don't do a whole lot of like cross-checking and analysis. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's all I do is like research, research, research. Oh, yeah. Research will tell you that. 95% 95% of guys who are buying things, even huge purchases, they do not think about for more than 10 100%. minutes before they walk into the store mm-hmm. or the dealership and get it. This is a fact. Yep. Now, the opposite side of that is that if I'm swayed by something that I had no chance of even thinking about, pretty good chance I'm going to buy it even if it never works. I just, you know, charge to the game, you know, so, so on and so forth. I bought, I don't know if I'm describing it right, 
I bought like a steam cleaner, but not just one for clothes. It's got like all these attachments. You can use it for floors. You can use it for fabrics. You can use it for outdoor surfaces. And the commercial looked like a miracle, Lindsay. It just cleans everything. And the reason why I was kind of attuned to this is because I've been into these car detailing videos recently. And all the best car detailer dudes all have these. I assume they were like industrial price and you could never get them and they were not worth the cost of you know admission for anybody that was in a home sort of situation. But then they're charging like a hundred odd bucks. Can I ask some questions? Thing. And it's cleaning everything in sight. <laughs> I, I can't wait a... for this thing to get here. Okay, Forget so about the dunk few. contest. I want to clean my curtains. <laughs> anyway, go on. So I have a few questions. Like, yes. do you plan on like using, like you said you got roped in with the car detailing videos. I got um, roped into my interest in the level of cleaning. Right. So like, is that something that you plan to do or enjoy on like doing just in general is detailing yes. your car? Okay. No, I don't detail my car, no, but okay. I like cleaning. I like oh, clean I talk. Cleaning. You know I what I'm saying? Big, I, yes. I enjoy that sort of portion of the game. Not that I'm a neat freak by any chance, by any stance. I just, I, I just having cool tools that can clean things easily is something that I'm willing to spend surplus money on, even if they don't I agree. Work, I'm know? a big fan of like cleaning hacks on TikTok where you, Same. you know, things like getting like soap scum that I like, I could not get off for the life of me. And then, oh. you know, a TikTok video, it's like I can do it with some, some Dawn and some vinegar. No problem. But Bro. go on. Sorry. I, well, I was going to ask you some other questions about this. So like, what, what exactly are you planning out? Like, what's the first thing that you're going to like use it? I got for. grout. I got tiles. I got all sorts of nonsense on the deck. I got things that I've looked at for two months that I'm like, oh, this is going to require a level of elbow grease that I simply do not have <laughs> to put out right now. Please, God, send me a tool that will let me do this with ease. And like, listen, because of my experience in the game, as I've told you, I've been watching infomercials and the like for 30 years. I know a crappy product when I see one. This didn't look crappy. The science didn't make sense. I'm watching all the stuff. I'm like, there's no way that works. You know how sometimes you're like, that didn't really clean that because that yeah, wasn't really like that's dirty. fake. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that this was wasn't staged. that at all. The science made sense. It seemed to be not like some dangerous operational tool that's going to blow my house up if I don't knew how to use it correctly. I'm all in on this steam cleaner. So I'm what have is it? Are you going to plug my it? Side. What? Plug the product? What is it? No, I'm not saying it yet because I don't know if it works. Yeah, I'm gonna, we got to plug gotta, the product. Yeah, there's many, know. there's many types. To be clear, I didn't exactly do research, but I did look around. But I'm just wondering, do you know anybody who has one of these? It's handheld. It also has a stand-up attachment, so I'm going to use it for the floors as well as whatever else I want. Are you familiar with this method of cleaning? I'm trying to picture. So it's like it's obviously some type of similar to like a fuzzbuster, a little handheld vacuum. No, 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 but no, no, in, no, no, no. no? That's the okay. size, but let's just say the the, the process is somewhere Steaming, between. Right? It's well, it's somewhere between like the thing you use to steam your clothes and, and a like power a, washer. I was gonna say like yeah. it's like a combo yes. of a power, yeah, like a hardcore little squirter, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, little, you know, wow. like a little squirty. Happy thing. Friday, kiddos. <laughs> Seriously, um, <yeah>. that's uh... <laughs> yes, that's what we'll call it. All right, that, you can say that word. Like, I won't. High pressure, high pressure squirting coming out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you're not helping yourself. Does it have to be like really hot water? Or yes, no, that's the thing. It heats the water on its okay. own. So you're not like <laughs> under any requirement to do this. We have lost I'm control. sorry. I uh, just went the whole, after everything. 
this sounds like whoa, you know, like pressure, water. I, what I'm is happening? Oh I'm just trying to picture it and describe it. So you need to send Mandy's a picture. Mandy's here. Of it. We come. You yes, need to send a it picture. is. And for once, it wasn't I. High <laughs> pressure, hot water squirter. Hi, I'm, I'm gonna Google that. No, I should. Right. I shouldn't. Not uh, on a company uh, computer. Okay, so and it, it looks like it. Here's the point, though. I've never seen anything that looked like it worked so well with such a low overhead. Okay, how about that you? Did not appear to be fake. How about you how? text us the name of it so we get to see it? You All know right, what I mean? Sure. So like on, that. Let me, let me do that. But let I have. Okay, right so now. I have a friend who has like the. The, the pressure, the water ones where you clean all the grease and all this stuff from like, right. you know, whatever. And he got it off of an infomercial and he was like, I wasted so much money and that it did not work. So I've bought stuff from infomercials and I regretted it the moment I got it. So That's I part hope, of the game though. So I hope you ain't going to be in that situation because that would suck. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like. Ooh. That's always part. Right? Look at it. Okay. Five mm. and one. Yeah. And listen, mm. let me tell you, the website looks a little dicey. The website yeah. gives off a bit yeah. of a yes, this is a waste. Vibe. This is a waste of, this is going to be a waste Some of money. Dang it. Yeah. I'm going to put, I'm that 14 million sold, Lindsay. No, listen, no. It's a waste of money. Roommate, I know. It she, looks scammy. I know yeah. it looks scammy. It's I bad, it. bro. It's the bad. It's a dead giveaway. Yeah. I know, but trust me. All right. I know this stuff. <laughs> no. I've been <laughs> watching these things okay, forever. Let me tell you something. So I do got, I'm a, I'm a bit, I literally just said that I clean my sheets every other day, right? Like I wash my sheets. I have OCD when it comes to cleaning. I'm also Latina. I think it comes with the territory. My mom (laughs) used to wake me up really early to do this. But my thing is I have a Swiffer like vacuum. People are like, oh, the Swiffer jet sprayer thing. No, no, no. There is a Swiffer vacuum. That thing is amazing. Okay. Because you can vacuum, you can sweep, and you can mop if you really want to use it that way. It costs like 60 bucks. And it does so much. Obviously, it doesn't do the, all this other extra stuff. But this thing, for what you paid, I'd rather have the five devices because this thing's going to be moody. So, I, okay, I'm convinced that it's definitely going to be moody. Booty. But there's also an outside argument that if this thing works, and this is me being kind of a jerk about this, if it works for one life cycle of every attachment, I'm fine. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is the basic difference between hiring Wait. to do it and seeing if this thing works so I can get the satisfaction myself. I mean, I know you're not going to do it. I know you're not. But for the average person that's like, yo, I bought it and it didn't work, you do have a 30-day money-back guarantee and a oh, one-year warranty. Oh, I that. It, it, it does say that. I so, I mean, right. you're not I just, super I, I, bad. I, I, was, I was sold. And it's until, been a while Until you try and send it back and it's like... Then you gotta, pay for, you the gotta pay the shipping back. This is why you I buy things you, on Amazon. I, Amazon, yes, yeah. Yes. Amazon Prime I spend is the best. Half my summers walking back and forth to the post office with my mom's clothes, knowing how to return stuff. That's not the issue. Yo, that was before that. Amazon. Yes. And I also like how we sure. spent the last segment workshopping Clint Yates. Like, Cleaning weird. Life? Yeah, just this weird, is, is little talk. quirky. We bought this, and the girls are like, "Yeah, bro, you got scammed." <laughs> I didn't think I, I got scammed. I think you I did, mean, it looks I... it looks so scammy. Like I, I I get that. I totally get that. But the commercial was high quality. They weren't faking. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have they didn't have insert local old guy sports celebrity here. It wasn't one of those deals. Joe Namath didn't show up and try to sell me this thing. You know what I mean? I it mean, was at least just those companies have money, you know, for marketing. <laughs> And, nah, a, and see, a website. You know what? Nah, forget y'all. Forget y'all. <laughs> you got scammed, bro. Let it go. Let it go. Just I didn't let get it... scammed. I didn't even got it yet. If I never get it, then I got <laughs> no, You totally get scammed. got scammed. My old roommate was a big fan of the steam mop 
And like she believed in it like a lot. And she was a nurse and she was like, no, you have to like you have to use the hot water because it kills all the germs and blah, blah, blah. Like I work in a hospital. I'm like, OK, whatever. And it did not clean anything. All it ever did was just make the floor smell musty. Ew. No. So, See, that's why you use Fabuloso really, or Pine Sol. You're just really saying. killing the vibe here. I'm just saying that was my experience with the steam. Mop. It's also not a mop. Mops okay. are just ancient technology. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, Mops are right up there with washboards well, the, in terms the of way, things that are never happening in my life. Here's the thing. The way that it, so when you hit us with the the link, it literally said steam cleaner and steam mop. That's probably yeah. why she said that. that. This like, is exactly right. like what my roommate had. It yeah. was just not this brand. And it's like literally you can get this on Amazon for like 20 bucks. Yep. I'm not worried about, listen. A brand name. Okay. A brand name, like a good like Black & Decker one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we get it. You, TV Yates, fine. we get nah, it. You fine, got the money, fine. but you got scammed. It's not about that. I was swayed by the value of the marketing, okay? So if you know this what? doesn't work, I'm never going to trust myself again. This is an existential <laughs> issue here, okay? I was eating. It looked very clean. How much did you have to drink? That's what I want to know. None. Oh, I was damn. dead sober. I was having a blast. I was eating Oof. lovely. Oh, it was great. It was well, a good time. Moving anyway. on from your crazy purchase that I feel is going to be very, very sus yes. when you get it. Yes, mega <laughs> what, sus. What are you doing this weekend? Hopefully not cleaning because you don't have that product yet. I don't know. There's a lot on the line this weekend. I'm supposed to be training on some level for pickleball. Again, not because I care about winning, but because I don't want to mm. die on the court. You know what I'm saying? With either some ACL blowout or some heart condition because I'm afraid of stupid stuff like that. But I'm probably, let's see, I was, let me look at my actual calendar. I don't really have anything planned. That's like one of the cool things oh, is that for like the first time in a long time and the first time in for probably the next six weeks total, mm -hmm. weekends are going to be open. I mean, I'm hosting a oh, show okay. every single day part next week, by the way. Okay. For those of you who think that you've gotten too much of Clinton Yates, by the way, in one um What's it called? One one Friday afternoon? Well, I'm going to be on every single day next week in various parts. So, hey. so wait, are, are you going to do what Beto does? And like on every show you go on, you say exactly what those people on that show want to hear and then say the exact opposite you know when I you am? move on to the next show and the next show and the next show. <laughs> so everybody that thinks that, that like you're working on their favorite show. That's hilarious. Has, has that has that ever happened? I, I mean, know. you know me. You know me well enough. No, no, no. You I will, I will definitely not be doing that. No. Well, hey, he's your partner up. now. Maybe he'll rub off on you a little. I mean, apparently not. I like, mean, he did that's not a want whole him. Other <laughs> he, he did not. You guys never <laughs> came to a conclusion with that. So no, he didn't. Look, Beto did not want Clint because Clint yeah. takes things Beto too personal. Beto doesn't like quote, quote, quote. to be locked down. He's not a man right. that wants to be in a relationship. But, I get that. He wants to float around. But like I told Beto, ni modo, you are now with Clinton because Lindsay and I are doing our own thing because you are yeah. here trying to be, you know, Mr. I got everybody bitten for trying me. Trying to be Rob Palenka you know and saying? shake up the roster after mm -hmm. a championship win. That's he what thought he's everybody to was going to be fighting over him. And, and, and everybody now in turn, was like, he's going to be by himself because right? nobody, everyone else moved on. <laughs> anyway, exactly. right now, we got to get out of here. I'm Clinton Yates for Better Duran for Sedona and Cap. Lada, Lindsay, thank you. Have a great weekend. It's ESPN 710.